0: There's only one snack that can make me feel like I'm having the true movie theater experience, and that's popcorn. When my mom and I hang in for a girls' night, we have to get our fix. And that's where Kelly's Killer Popcorn comes in. They're a small batch gourmet popcorn company, and believe me, one bite and you'll be hooked. Made in Austin, Texas, this family-owned business has tons of flavors. My mom loves their salted agave caramel, while I have a hard time picking between black pepper or a dill pickle. Hmm, maybe I'll just mix the bags together. Oh, and when my dad and brother crash our girls night, you know that spicy nacho popcorn is coming out. Every flavor is popped in 100% real butter and is whole grain and gluten-free. Which flavor will you be choosing? Head on over to kellyskillerpopcorn.com to indulge yourself in some scary good gourmet popcorn. And make sure to tag them on Instagram at kellyskillerpopcorn so that they can see what movie you're pairing with their flavors. That's kelly'skillerpopcorn.com for American-made, small-batch, delicious popcorn. This is The Gala Show. I'm your reporter on the beat, Gala Avery. On this episode, I've got two guests on the mic. You'll know one of my guests as an advocate of Yorkies, a director who has worked on TV shows such as My Dead X, Ultraviolet and Black Scorpion, and Creepshow – and the filmmaker behind one of the grossest movies of 2023, Suitable Flesh. You'll know my second guest from her work as an editor on some of your favorite boutique labels. My two guests are not only writing and editing partners, but they are also a husband and wife duo and two people I have been dying to hang out with, Joe Lynch and Rebecca Howard. Hey Rebecca.
1: Hi Joe. Oh
2: my God, that Hi. was amazing. That was such a I good,
1: know, such so a good sweet.
2: intro. I feel like, oh, like I, I should just die now. That was I know. like, I mean, you wrap didn't go
1: with the 21st century Garson Kanan and Ruth Gordon label that I just applied to us. So now I'm like, oh, okay. Well, We're least, not recording it again. I know. Like, <laughs> that 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 stays. That's final. Can you imagine that's final cut. Ego? <laughs> yeah.
2: could you could do that again.
0: Yeah, please. Hi Gala. Hi. Honestly, I have been waiting to meet you guys because you're a huge fan of the podcast. We're both and huge fan. Of yeah.
2: We have we've, we've shared I'm many very uh, right now. Many oh, a you. treadmill running while yeah. listening and going like,
1: can you believe what they just said on the show? I'll so, like be laughing to myself <laughs> at the gym. And like Joe will be looking at me up like, oh, video archives. Yeah. Like, Do you guys have like a favorite, just... like a
0: favorite movie that you, we've covered so far on the oh on video
1: archives. So you said you weren't gonna start with a hardball. I question. know. That's not even my question. That's oh my just... gosh. Favorite one? I mean, there's so many. There's a lot of films I discovered mm-hmm. but I feel like hmm, like the conversations I actually prefer listening to the conversations on movies that I haven't seen yet mm-hmm. because when I have seen the movie I get so like I'm desperate to join in on the conversation and like be a part <laughs> of it so it, it's nicer sometimes to hear your like different takes on movies that I don't know
2: personally. I just I like the discourse when you guys are not all on and the same page. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just definitely. Feel, hearing, cause there's something about feeling like not like everyone has their own opinion and you know, like I'm trying to think of, well, Slithis, everyone obviously yeah, you know, loves Slithis. that, that, that one is a, a gold mine yeah. of, of goodness. Um, but Star like,
1: Eighty was a great episode. Star Eighty. I still
2: think that the discovery lipstick. of see lipstick is one that we were both. I think we were both running, going. We have
1: to watch. Lipstick. No, you always say that. I'd, ar- I'd already put lipstick on our list of oh, like, no. movies to watch. But it and was, then it was like the then next it was day like we got to put it on the show. our list. And I was yeah. like oh, plate of Shrimp. But yeah, no, it's um, <laughs> yeah, I think I mean they're all really interesting because it's nice just to have people that engaged mm-hmm. in movies again, like don't want to jump the gun but that's definitely one of the reasons why we picked our topic today that it's it's just really lovely to see people whether or not they like the movie it's just actually have an opinion one way or the other mm-hmm. and then like even if it's differing opinions i think you get to such exciting places just being like into the experience
0: you guys touched on two things that Roger and Quentin really wanted one he really wanted people uh, quentin specifically really wanted people To be able to listen without having seen the movies. Mm -hmm. He was like, this should be for people that have seen it and haven't seen it. So it's like a good mix. Like, you don't have to watch the movies before. And that's why we don't put out the list of titles before. Because Quentin's like, you should just be able to listen. And then if you can find it, great. And the other, which is my dad's goal, is that, like, you can have different opinions about movies. And you can fight. Like yeah. tooth and nail like moonraker. Totally. We still fight about that. <laughs> oh. And there's <laughs> the another pigeons. one, there's another one. Honestly, I don't think it's in there, but I started clapping at Quentin like I got so into it with him when like, we were arguing, I started <laughs> clapping like <laughs> <laughs> uh but then at the end of the day, you can go downstairs and eat toy yeah. and be like, "Hey, let's watch a movie and like we're all good." Like you yeah. don't have to die on that hill.
2: The <laughs> thing that I w- what what I lo- cuz look, I grew up as a video store kid and then a video store clerk myself and Like when you found, like when Roger and Quentin came up through the ranks, that was like, it was one of us. Like like you can watch every movie in the video store and it could amount to something. And like, but at the same time, part of the reason why I, cause I, I, uh, I was a blockbuster video employee.
0: There's no, no shame in that. I know. (laughs) I used to think
2: it was like, there used to be a time where people were like blockbuster. (laughs) what about Hollywood video, man? No, it was like three months in a row. I was employee of the month. And the reason Aww. why I know <laughs> I look, like, I wore that proudly, but the reason why was because when everybody was trying to hawk all of the new releases, I was the one, cause they would keep all the stuff in the center, like all the library titles. And it was like, oh, I'm so sorry, Scream 2's not in or Casino's not in, but have you seen Mean Street?
0: So you were literally doing like video archives at Blockbuster. You were doing God's work. Yes.
2: (laughs) So, like, listening, part part of the reason why I loved even being there was when someone would come up and say, there's no Scream 2, what do I do? And I'm like, but have you seen Friday the 13th part five? Oh,
1: wow. And then. That that was the first movie Joe and I went to go see together at the New Beverly. It was like part five. Friday. It was was a matinee on a Friday. February 2nd, 2 p.m. show. Of course I remember it.
2: And (sighs) it was sold out. And
1: it was, yeah, it was one of my first LA movie going experiences at all. And I couldn't believe like that there were that many people, well, first of all, out of work. That many out of work screenwriters able (laughs) to go to a Friday matinee. But also that were really just so into the movie. Mm -hmm. Like they were really like I've always had a soft it. spot for yeah. Part Five, and it was like amazing just to see that many people <laughs> as into it. Yeah, I might have fallen in love with a lot of things that day, Yay. especially oh. the new Bev and LA. And yeah.
2: we've gone there ever since.
1: And yeah, actually, it's going to kind of segue into my question before you guys. Before welcome our topic. to the Yeah,
2: right. That went to our <laughs> that's like
0: my later. family. Welcome to family, Avery. Basically. <laughs> oh,
1: um, how did you guys meet? On a Santa Monica... You're probably much... I'm always just like, on the pier. Yeah. <laughs> at an industry party. <laughs> it makes it way... Let me take you back. <laughs> you make it more romantic.
2: 2019. Yeah, wow. It was yeah, at, Right uh, before, a, before a, the pandemic. So one of our friends, Graham Skipper, has this... Like pop-up, bar, like pop-up party experience that's very mm. horror-related called the Rated R Bar. So
1: industry, so it's not just a party, it's a party it's experience. It's an experience. Yes. <laughs> and uh,
2: he's actually having one very soon. And um, he was doing a Halloween party and it was on the Santa Monica Pier and he'd asked me to uh, be one of the judges. And I'm like, well, can I get in for free? Is there food? Eh, why not? <laughs> and uh, free
0: and food, the two very important mm-hmm. things in life. And yes.
2: a very good friend, a very good mutual friend of ours, Elsa, um, who I knew from uh, from England, had DM'd me and said, "My friend Becca's coming into town. Just if she shows up, please make her feel welcome." And uh, and I'd never met her before at all. And but it literally was, and this is this is a fun moment, but. I have a moment where it was in that, in, like, when you go down the ramp, there's that, like, inside, like, where the carousel is. Yeah. And oh. we were there. And literally, Aaron, Aaron Moorhead and Justin Benson parted <laughs> ways in slow motion. And there was Becca. And she came right towards me. you
0: had, like, me. your John Hughes movie
2: moment. 100%. And it was in slow motion. Do- well, then it became a John Woo movie and doves started flying in the background and everything. <laughs> a rainbow
1: appeared and like confetti oh. and, and that like was sparkles.
2: And that was it. it was that, that's where we met. And then immediately... Well, we were just
1: friends for a long time. Yeah. It just sort of became... It was just very easy straight away to talk to... But and We were both the same kid, basically. Like, Because like, we met and we were both just like 12-year-olds.
2: Immediately we started talking movies because yeah. I knew that she loved movies and obviously I kind of like them as well. Just and, a little. Uh, just a little. <laughs> a little um, but it was the, the back and forth of like, did you ever see this movie? Did you ever see this movie? And not as it, not like we were testing each other, but there's something fun, a fun challenge when you start bringing up like, okay, of course, you know all the greats, but what about this Carl Reiner movie? And what about that Toby Hooper flick? And then when they go like, oh, I fucking love that movie, you're <laughs> like, okay, all right, this, 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 this cat's cool. And then, uh, but it, was, it wasn't until later that we became a couple. Um, Friday the 13th part 5 was definitely like one of the impetus Mm -hmm. moments because didn't we go see Fart Barf that night?
1: Wait, Fart
2: Barf? Oh, (laughs) one of the greatest bands of all time.
1: Wow, how we're plugging so many (laughs) in local LA. While
2: talking about Seven Brides and Seven Brothers we went to the show. Oh yeah, that was
1: a big because that was one of my favorite Howard Keel movies. So like I just was so excited that you liked seven bribes for seven And bribes. there's
2: this band called Fartbarf, which is a kind of a super, a, kind of a supergroup synth wave band where they it's a bunch of guys simian
1: costumes. It's a bunch of guys outfits. in NASA
2: outfits and simian cost like costumes. You don't know who they are. They could be fucking Foo Fighters for all we know
1: yeah I want to like because we have a friend who knows who like it is I have a friend who knows Fart like, Barf yeah <laughs> well connected here um but I like she's like oh I can tell you like who the secret band is and I really don't want to know I don't want to know in my head that it's like a said. super don't pull
2: the curtain back yeah
1: exactly yeah like, but but essentially
2: it was be it was over m- our our mutual love for all movies yeah. and Fart bars. being
1: outside of the fart bar concert singing bless your beautiful hide <laughs> to each other. Yeah, it was just we just got on.
2: Yep. But it, but it started out as friends and then kind of blossomed from there.
1: Yes. Oh, I love that. It's like the
0: the romance LA story that like I, I yearn for myself. So Yeah, without
2: talking uh, uh, talking signs on the ten, you know, yeah. Yeah. like an LA story. Oh,
0: I'd love it. Now, as always, my guest gets to bring their topic to the mic. Why don't y'all tell us what your
1: topic is and why you decided to choose it? Do you like to take Would it? Would
2: you? No, you can if you want.
1: Well, it was, I guess, technically. I'm trying to do what you said to do and actually keep it in one <laughs> sentence. If you don't keep it difficult. in one sentence,
0: you can let it go. Yeah.
1: Well, like, I do. So it's litmus test movies. Yes. Like movies where you'll you'll bring it to a date or to a party and you'll see how the people react to it. Mm-hmm. I guess that's Properly, the most succinct way of.
2: Like, for example, we when we first met, like when like when we started to talk to each other about movies there were these movies like i said before that we wanted to kind of suss each other out in terms of taste so these are movies that i know this is actually uh derived from quentin because i remember when i was first starting to date i was like how am i going to like let people know how how nerdy i am with certain movies
0: oh yeah and when you quentin have to. said in yeah. the oh, mid 90s he was just- like
2: it's Rio Bravo the you know like I gotta show a girl that and if she doesn't like that movie she's out
1: I do want to caveat that I do think that I've become slightly less judgmental with age I hope so because I used to be very that like I was have gotten more I've gotten more no I've tried I used to be very in my like late teens early 20s I was very like Q in that like the pilot episode of the next gen where he's just like (laughs) every like humanity is on the chopping block like if someone didn't love a movie that I loved it was like like, that person was dead to me. But now I do try now to be a bit more, a bit kinder to that person. But it's just, it's an interesting topic because mm-hmm. your relationships to like any media, like a movie, a book, or a song, like that evolves as you change as a person. Like every time you rewatch something, mm-hmm. you're not watching like. That's why I'm so happy Letterbox has the rewatch function. Otherwise, it'd be like half of the movies on my Letterbox <laughs> would not be there. Because I think every time you rewatch a movie, you're having a new experience yeah. with it. The same way that you do with people. And every time you watch a movie that you love with someone that you love, especially, like you get to experience it in a whole different way. Mm-hmm. And it's like just a very, it's a very interesting way of exploring your relationship to a whole bunch of things.
2: I think part of it also is when you're when you have a relationship that's either long standing or burgeoning. It's you know it's developing. You want to share these movies with that that person. You know you want it like like Becca was saying. Like there's a version of a movie that you watch by yourself, and then there's a version of the movie where you're watching it like with us with someone else. And I've seen so many movies that I've loved, and then I've shown them to someone, and then I go oh God, do I hate this movie now because they didn't like you know, what Bachelor was going Party on? Bachelor Party is
1: a bad movie. All Stop right, trying to make look, Bachelor Party happen. Bachelor Party was a
2: product of its time and Tom Hanks is a <laughs> My godsend. My sister
1: was visiting and she was like, ooh. <laughs> Let's put on Bachelor Party tonight. And um, yeah, both Joe. Bad, was, bad move. Yeah, Joe, Joe like, was steadily getting cringier and cringier.
2: I, for, I forgot. As the movie
1: progressed and the, the full 80s-ness. I, f- of I forgot this.
2: how misogynist that movie is, and it did <laughs> yeah. not play well that and night.
1: And I am definitely, I'm very one of those people who, like, there's like a Joseph Losey movie called The Go-Between where he's like, well, going back in time is like going to a foreign, like, planet. Mm-hmm. And it, that is true. When you watch an old film, you you should totally contextualize it always. Like I love watching old movies from you know the 1930s. It's like my happy place. And you wait, have wait, to Wait, wait, hold constantly. on. Do
2: we? are we, we? supposed to turn the fucking timer? <laughs> we on? haven't oh. done it yet. All right. so <laughs> yeah. All right. You guys so, are in So love. that's our that's our our topic is limbus <laughs> test movies. Back in to you, one Gala.
1: sentence. But before we get into the topic, it's time for our commercial break.
2: Do 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 do
0: i might be vegetarian but that doesn't mean i can't enjoy a good spice rub my favorite place to get them is smoke bros a veteran owned and operated business that sells premium handcrafted dry rubs spice blends and seasonings Psst. guys you can even put it on your popcorn my favorites are honey badger because he doesn't give a bleep and jelly and peanut flavor topping because mm, 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 some things just taste better together the website even has recipes, so go check out smokedbros.com to support a veteran owned and operated business and fill your cabinet with delicious flavor.
2: Doo doo do, doo do, doo do, doo do, doo 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 doo. And we're back
0: you heard it here litmus test movies i have 30 minutes on the clock and our time officially starts now
2: oh, you guys God. are in a
0: very special club with eli roth who uh, did not also and you even
2: said like oh just God. you know try not to uh, let it be too just long
0: interrupt us like honestly because no, no, i love it i love it because you said something that was really important becca was that something i've struggled with with dating and especially like guys in los angeles who like like movies is if they don't like a movie that I like I'm like oh I don't know about you anymore <laughs> and I when I was dating my ex he was like you know Gala, like, we don't have to like the same things and we can still like each other oh, fuck, that. Guy. and yeah exactly <laughs> I'm gonna be honest so it's, no, exactly because I realize it's not that they don't like it it's that they don't understand it and then by <laughs> proxy they don't understand me mm-hmm. right. and maybe I just like adopt media as like part of my personality but like when I show someone like for example Starstruck which you guys just watched oh yeah oh my so god I can't
3: good.
1: believe that's one of your favorites. we literally favorite watched it this week because it was a new year's movie mm-hmm. and I've loved Jillian for like ever I've been so excited because I love musicals are like a f- big thing for me. If you have like musicals and eighties
2: in the same yeah. like realm, I'm in. Exactly, I can't believe I and in seen Australia
1: this movie. as well. And, oh, and you know. I
0: and I actually have the the vinyl soundtrack of that. That's I played oh, it can can last night after we talked about. It. Yeah, oh. it's amazing. And um, when she does uh, "My Belief," um, I believe in you. Mm-hmm. In the movie, she's really sad singing it because like her band has kind of abandoned her. Like yeah. she's singing on the. On Wait, the, was that The Swingers? No, 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 it's like when uh, when she goes on TV, yeah, and she's like, um, and they're mm. trying, oh, yeah, right. the awkward, but yep. uh, but on the vinyl, she sings it like she means it.
1: Oh, wonderful! And it's oh, interesting. So that's it's so such cool. like a nice
0: like difference. Uh, but I love that movie, and so like when I show it to someone, and like maybe they don't like it, but, like if they get it and they're like, okay, I get why yeah. this is cool, that's okay. But if they're like, oh, this movie's really bad, I'm like, um, I don't know if you and I can like hang out anymore. I
2: mean, movies are <laughs> reflections of us yeah, and the movies that we love and that we've you know that we kind of turn into part of us, they become part of our DNA. So to allow someone into that like, i guess inner sanctum of who you are as a person, those movies are extensions of that. Mm-hmm. So that was one, like, for example, we can talk about our first... Our uh, first official date. Our, our first official Which date. happened
0: here in these Hollywood Yes, halls. in the lovely yeah, Aeriscope video yeah. Pictures. yeah, So just like for preface, you guys, we are in Aeriscope right now, and I've never seen as many cool collectibles, I don't think. I say it a few times, like, I've been, this is, place is really cool. This place is really cool. Yeah, this is technically
2: use Adam use Green's shrine. Hours, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's well, really... Well, shout out to Adam.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we, we, there's a huge uh, flat screen TV in the middle of the room and like a lot of, did we even, did we get food? Yeah, we got burritos and um, we both decided to bring a movie and we had no idea what the other person was bringing and we were just going to, it was going to be, yeah, exactly. Potluck double feature. And I brought what ended up being the A picture, My Man Godfrey from 1936, a Gregory LaCava movie starring William Powell and Carol Lombard, and which I had
2: never seen before. Yes,
1: yeah, we actually hadn't seen either of each other's yep. movies before, so that worked out. But it was what also did you bring, Joe? well,
2: I brought the uh, <laughs> Lucio Fulci classic New York Ripper. Yeah.
1: Oh, look. and what a
0: wild I potluck mean, double feature was that wonderful. is!
2: in like in retrospect, uh, two great arguably, things that taste
1: great together. Like, yeah. It's
2: like chocolate and peanut butter, <laughs> you know, in a way.
1: I mean, they're both New York movies. Yeah. With the interior, the both definitely not shot in New York. So if you wanted to, link we can find them.
2: enough parallels. I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: before before recording, we just found the greatest double feature I think of all time, which would yes. be uh, John Mack and Me. McLean. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. And that yeah. is
2: the reason why is because, well, there is an E.T. shrine right behind Becca that Adam is a bit of, bit of a fan of, of a E.T., bit. the extraterrestrial. Uh, and then Gala had revealed that she's more of a Mac and Me person. Which we
0: also tried to do on Video Archives, but my dad... Dad really wanted. to... I wanted to do E.T. versus Mac really and want me. You to do that <laughs> oh my god! So
2: bad. Can I tell? Can I tell your dad? Please make that happen. Yeah, it has to happen. I, I wish. I, and, I pray. And then you have to do the research about the infamous, the deleted scene, deleted oh scene gosh. that will destroy the childhood. There's ending. a reason why they cut it out because it was. It's a childhood. It's destroyer. amazing. <laughs> it's the best. that movie came out the same weekend as Die Hard. So, I, I, Phil from New Bev, if you're listening to this now, which I know you are, a like a John Mac- McCain me claim <laughs> double feature should be oh. in order for next <laughs> Christmas. Wow. It can yeah, happen. That
1: would be a really good Christmas. It's a
2: really good double feature.
1: Yeah. But there is oh. something
2: about the, pairing of movies because we do movie nights at least once a month. Yeah, where, that's like, what
1: I call like a a true date night now. Because yeah. like if we if we go out at all or if other people are involved, like if if it's in any way less like sweatpantsy, then it's not a real date night. Like a real date night for me, like the perfect date night is like we drive 20 minutes out of our way into the mountains to find our favorite takeout pizza. LC
2: Imports yeah, in La Cacenta. <laughs> like shout the, the most LC. random fucking pizza place that's actually the best pizza place in town. I mean, get the pizza best from there. takeout,
1: I would yes. say. There are other places that do fancy schmancy, like LA pizza, but there's, that's like, you have to sit down. And anyway, so there <laughs> you get <laughs> you get that pizza for the side of meatballs and wings. And then you... <laughs> decide what cocktail you're having to compliment the movie. Mm-hmm. And then you just, yeah, you start a movie marathon. And for us, that usually starts around 6 p.m., especially if Joe Bob's on, you have to get back in time for Joe Bob. Mm-hmm. And then can just end up like going until... hours. Yeah, like honestly, until like four or five... A. M. The next day. I mean, we don't have kids, so just a caveat that probably helps a little bit just easier. Just a very obnoxious but beautiful dog, so he will just glower at us from his bed. Do you know until Fernando Delia movies? Yes. So, oh our, my god, our, our
2: dog's name is Rocco, Rocco Musco, Musco. Oh. from Caliber from Nine. From Caliber Nine, yeah. Because
1: he, <laughs> he's like he's a little bit brain damaged, and if he meets um, a new person, he can be he's incredibly sweet and loyal once he decides that you're like his buddy but if he meets someone for the first time do you remember at the end of that movie when the Rocco character like is like you how dare you kill him and like I don't want (laughs) to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen caliber nine but that's very apt for him (laughs) um but anyway back to the I'm like conscious of the 30 minutes no no
2: but this is good though okay but that (laughs) was that Um, night was so important to us because there's I Adam likes to joke all the time, Joe's an encyclopedia of movies. He's seen every movie. I have not seen every fucking movie. That's yeah, like I, me too.
0: Like people ask me, like, oh, have you seen this? I'm like, uh, no, I haven't. And you think I would, but I haven't yet. There's a lot there's, to there's, get through.
2: I have a lot of blind spots, and I know Becca does as well. Mm-hmm. And there's something about. We complete each
1: other. Like, <laughs> it, it's
2: knowing that you can show a movie that you have an affinity for. And either and not feel just like not you're going to get judged. judged. Yes. That's
1: the real thing because we've definitely disagreed, especially when you're bringing movies from your childhood into the picture. Garbage Pail we... Kids, the movie, did not
2: go over so well. <laughs> well. and I don't fault you for that.
1: It was just very. I mean, I did enjoy <laughs> it in a in a kitschy kind of a way. I didn't. In, yeah.
2: Maybe not well, hot to trot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I can see why as a that child. That movie is a
2: great film. Yeah, was like.
1: I did think yeah. you sometimes. Too. Well, I have my own movies from my own childhood that I'm, like, obsessive about that I can... maybe what's one of them? Like, Polar Express, maybe, is probably where I can see why... I've gotten on the train since then. As it were, um, can maybe not like it as much because I'm watching it through the veneer of this intense, like, childhood nostalgia. But, like... I I still it's still important to know that you can bring that those kind of films into the picture as well, like those kind of childhood. (laughs) I had like a really intense love of Independence Day when I was a kid as well. And like will literally like recite the entire I know the entire (laughs) speech that President Whitmore does like when we verbatim. were at the New Beverly
2: last time? I had to like hold her down. No, you did <laughs> She was like, "I'm getting up and doing it." No, I'm like, "Well, Don't that do was
1: it. like me at Phantom
0: when we were at Phantom." Oh, I was like, "Rocking," I was like, "Rocking and ro- oh. See, I'm a Phantom girl. Yeah. I'm a Phantom of the Paradise. I. I don't I think we've it. ever
2: seen that in the theater. Oh my God. It Phantom, was, I don't think so. I, no. was vi-
0: I was like vibrating. I'm not yeah. kidding. Like it, the energy was so oh electric. So it was happy. so intense and it was amazing. But I just I'm, love
1: Phantom. It's just Rocky was the one I saw first, I guess. Oh yeah. And I See, have that tile. I'm
0: a, I'm a beefhead. Like I, <laughs> and, I love,
1: and I love Garrett
0: Graham so I love much. Because Garrett Graham, Garrett, well, also because I'm a huge and Like you cited Star Trek earlier. Oh, yeah. Garrett Graham's episode, Death Wish and Voyager, where he plays Q, the other Q who wants yeah, to die. Wow. He's so good it's in so it. So sad. And like, and that's also like why I love Brad Dorff. Brad Dorff plays oh. Souter in like a two episode arc. Yeah. He played uh, a lot of. Yeah, he played a lot. <laughs> and then like, of course, Jeffrey Combs is like in like all of Star Trek. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so it's like. I forgot
2: that Jeffrey was in Star well, Trek. Well, it's
1: because they didn't remaster. We were going through all of the original and next gen Star Treks. Mm-hmm. So and then we got to DS9, oh, which sp- I think is super underrated. I love DS9 fucking Garrick is amazing oh yeah and also like I just saw um Dirty Harry yes and oh his- my god it's the same yeah and he's right. the- he the Scorpio he killer Scorpio and I
0: was like so I saw cool. him I was like who is that that looks really familiar and I'm like oh my god it's Elon Garrick oh my god yeah,
1: I know. because that's a beautiful like him and um Dr. Bashir's anyway whatever um, the timing the timer going off is like well, trying. no because to- well, for me also like Star Trek
0: I guess would be like a litmus for me yeah because like mm. I grew up like that was my church Like my mom, like and dad decided to say my parents.
2: Was there a line in the sand at all about like Star Trek versus Star Wars?
0: No, there's no line in our house. We Mm. watched both of them. Um, like the way I was always taught was that they need each other. Like Mm. uh the original series helped get Star Wars into the Zeitgeist, and then Star Wars helped get TNG back into the Zeitgeist. That's Mm. true. And so it's like an ebb and pull, and like they can both exist simultaneously, and you can be fans of both. And when people draw that hard line in the sand. It's because they don't understand it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how You can I feel. like Elvis and the Beatles. You don't have to yeah. choose. You don't
1: between. have to get back to Litmus. It's like very, like when people just don't even try to engage or don't even try to get it. Mm-hmm. That's when it starts to be like disheartening, that's I the, guess. Yeah,
0: that's the thing. Like I think it's less like if they don't like something. If someone doesn't like something, like for example, I saw you saw Poor Things. I really, oh, yeah. I really hated Poor Things. I'm not going to go into <gasps> no. it on Mike why I hate it. I'll talk to you about it after because yeah. so I don't want to eat up time. But like I hated it. But like, I can understand why someone would like it, and that's okay, but, like, just, like, it was not for me, but, like, there's a difference, like, when someone's, like, oh, I just, I hate it, I can't even discuss, and I have a few movies that, like, I know that if someone likes it, like, Neon Demon, Okay. is like this one movie i felt so bad about myself after i watched neon demon i don't
2: think it's a feel-good movie of the it's not though no. but like
0: marcel the shell
1: oh my god i, I did marcel. not like oh. marcel
0: the shell oh, I'm, like, so I'm also a, i'm a hater though i said <laughs> i literally sit in seat h8 at the amc because it spells hate <laughs> oh my god i'm not kidding that's like my favorite <laughs> scene in the theater
2: i'm gonna look for you now yeah. in that seat. no
0: and then um my guest is always h7 because it's like heaven so it's Aww. like, if I do like, like heaven and hell, basically. <laughs> at the movies. Wait, wait, okay. So,
2: so in your litmus test movies, like i want to hear what's one of them.
0: Okay. i um, frantic. is a really good example. The Polanski, the Polanski movie. Wow. So I saw frantic for the first Deep. time. Oh, so I saw frantic shit. for yeah. the first time and I was like, this is the most romantic movie I have ever seen in my life. Um, I love the genre of husbands that love their wives. The first Mad Max falls into that genre also because like he never looks back because his wife and baby have been murdered. Can I recommend
1: possession? Yeah I need to (laughs) I
0: should add that to the list I've been told several times but like I with my ex that also told me hey we don't have to like the same things I begged him I was like please watch Frantic with me like this is the most romantic movie ever made and we started watching it and 20 minutes and he got up to do the dishes. Oh, (laughs) I know and that's like when I was like oh but
2: that's, okay. neat. that's like... I know. I was like, you oh. You have to give a movie a shot. <gasps> yeah, just one try. When, Come like, on, man. plenty of movies where it's like it, casually we put it on the list. We go to Cinephile down in Santa Monica yeah, all the time. Yeah, that's plenty of films where
1: we've differed exactly
2: but like you have to give them a shot you have to see it all the way through to and also be willing
1: to re-watch something because you will just find like poor things i would recommend re like coming over for a movie marathon night and watching it like as a hangout because we like our movie marathons are much more like hangout vibes yeah we don't
2: want we try not to watch first-run movies for us. Yeah, it'll be maybe the first movie that we...
1: Like, the movie that's starting us off sometimes. But it's nice to know around what, like, the kind of um, vibes, I guess, that you're going to set yourself up for by, like, have you've already seen the movie, then Mm -hmm. you know kind of the emotional arc that you're about to take. Yeah. So it's nicer to kind of have the... So poor things, I feel like, would... better off almost like there's a lot of like Bunuel movies I feel like he's so much better understood if you like watch him with like a bottle of wine (laughs) and you're like it's it's all about setting yeah
0: also who you're watching with who you are when you first watch a movie Mm. um my other big litmus test and I've said this on the podcast before is rules of attraction Mm. and like that one yeah
2: but do you feel like you're a little biased oh I'm totally biased on it but it's
0: like I grew up partially also on the set. And so it's like, I grew up with the movie. My mm-hmm. dad made it. It's like, when I watched, if someone doesn't like and understand that movie, I actually feel like personally, like they don't mm. understand me. That
2: still happens. Because it's my
0: father's art.
2: Exactly. And the thing is, like with that movie, aside from your personal connection to it, yeah like for me, I grew up with Brett. Brett's work. Mm. Oh, yeah. We've gone out to dinner with Brett. I love Brett. Oh, yeah. Brett's uh, amazing. Very drunk with him. Yeah. Oh, Um, God. He
1: was one of the first, he was maybe the first person we actually went out to meet after the pandemic. Yeah, that's Like to a restaurant. And Joe and I hadn't drunk in public. Like, we'd just been making our pathetic little screwdrivers at home. (laughs) So we hadn't had like a restaurant mixed cocktail. And Brett is. He likes he likes his martinis yes. very dry, and we had like I think five cocktails and we <laughs> thought we'd been drugged.
2: <laughs> by by the other night when we got back to the house, it was like Inception. And it was just alcohol. It was just He's in one room going, "Where are you?" And I'm like climbing on the walls. <laughs> yeah. going, These all factions were strong. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, but I rules, love Brett. But Rules of Attraction still to this day has one of the best split screens of all. Oh yeah, time the
0: split screen is that, like
2: that hard. i studied that, but I also like. What your dad was able to capture is something that look. I love American Psycho. I love Mary Heron, I love the um, like any any. I mean, I have a, a nostalgic feel for Lesson Zero, but I know it's not one of Brett's favorites, and not, not a lot of other people. My either. dad
0: used to not like it, and as with age, he said he's it's grown on him. It's, it,
2: it grows on you. But Rules of Attraction, like that's one of the first times that I've ever, and I am hard to make cringe. With that razor blade scene. Oh yeah. And being and fucking Elijah Wood was sitting in front of me and watching him go I'm done, and he left. <gasps> wow! Yeah. Well, he oh, came gosh. back. To be fair, he came back.
0: No, but it's a very intense movie, and it's a very it intense is. sequence. Very intense. But for me, but how
2: how do you frame that? Though? Well,
0: that's the thing. So, like, I showed one guy that I had been dating, like when I was like a lot younger, and uh, he just like didn't get it, and so now I don't show guys. Yeah, I was about to say, I honestly I ask I... what
1: this ex thought no, <laughs> no, no, about no. that movie. This is a, no, it's
0: a different guy because I did not show the most recent guy that I was dating. That because I was like, you know what? Like, if they don't get it, I know it's over. Mm. Like, I mm. need someone that understands it because then they don't understand my father. Well, Oh, it's, it's very intense. personal yeah. so it's like I don't like to watch it with friends I don't like to watch it with like boyfriends because yeah. I'm like it's just a very personal and I'm I feel like I'm being judgmental for someone if they don't understand
3: it
1: mm. especially for I think watching that movie the first time I'm, I've that's one of the things that I've tried to get better at with it is that like like for example the coen brothers were always a huge part of like my upbringing and i've always thought like if people didn't understand their sense of humor then they didn't understand my sense of humor Mm -hmm. but i really do think that they are i think like same as Rule of Attraction you do kind of benefit from time passing and re-watching films yeah. like that like mm-hmm. the coen brothers as well like they're very specific oh they're so specific. Vibes.
0: and like and also to full disclosure i don't know if i understand the coen brothers like i, mean, I my dad always says like people are going to miss the coen brothers so bad when they're gone yeah because like even like a bad coen brothers movie is a good coen brothers yeah. movie well it's, it's still unique
1: you it don't know it's you mean, quite quite lady like killers them. since they
2: I first know. Came out I, love I love that i love you i love, I love the original lady killers you, you have it. The, the Alec no, one. I love you. Yeah, I love I that love it. Oh my god. When watching that one and going, that what era. are the condors going to do with this one? And I know. I, like, uh, I don't know. Just Alec
1: Guinness in general was what a Oh, he's so funny. And the color in that movie. It's unbelievable. It's really really gorgeous. What the I'm trying to remember the name of the, the horse's mouth. I'm trying to remember the name of that director, but he's like Alec Guinness plays this kind of um, Oh, that's right. Back that's to, that's one. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It's what's our time, by the way? Yeah, I know. Are we allowed to no, advertise? Oh, you're, you're, fine. Fine. oh, my God. oh <laughs> you're fine. Oh, some of that I should have settled. I know. Too. Joe and I both grew up in households <laughs> with siblings where, like, if you didn't just shout over everyone and, like.
2: That's why we're terrible at parties. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, we, we talk we just over talk, each other.
1: But we don't see it as rude, like, when we interrupt people and just talk. Because like, that's how we both learn to have a conversation. You guys <laughs> have a good cadence with each other, though.
3: Thank
2: you. But that's what's part of like movie night and even litmus test movies when you can have these experiences with someone and you don't have to like there have been plenty of movies that I've shown you mostly 80s movies where you've been like
0: eh. was there a movie that you were afraid to show her
2: yes and we just talked about this because of course we were like what were we going to talk about <laughs> uh, I have a very very close affinity for Carl Weiner's summer school
0: Oh, okay.
2: And now part of that is because I was Chainsaw. I am Chainsaw. Like <laughs> like I am that geeky guy that had Fangoria in his Yeah. You know, in his locker room and everything. But there's something about the comedy, the very particular comedy stylings that is in that movie. And the Shot Factory disc came out and I remember getting it and you'd never seen it before. Mm. And I was very nervous showing you that movie because I like From first moment to last, I think that movie is just comedy genius. And it was like maybe 20 minutes in and you laughed at something so fucking random. It's not even a joke. It was just a random thing that some character did. I think Mark, like, it was a moment where like Mark Harmon hands the the one, like the the big black student who's like, I need to go to the bathroom. And he hands him something. And then like he came back and you laughed. And it's like such a small moment, but you laughed and I'm like, oh, thank God.
1: But you said, like, for you, the big moment was when, like, like last summer we were starting to program our first, like, summer fest movie marathon. This is just us in our living room, by the way. Do you guys, we guys like, program, program ahead of time? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, usually. Oh, yeah. We, like, well, we go with the flow, but we like to have a big... Um, a, you a know,
2: cachet, yeah, a, a like good, a list of movies that we can go. A good go,
1: switchboard. Oh, well, yeah. maybe
2: that one next. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Um, but yeah, no, it was like around summertime and I was like, oh, we should, summer school, like that. We need to put, like, I brought it up. I was like, oh, that needs to be on the list. Yeah. And Joe was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I and, think this works.
2: And on the flip side of that, uh, at least for me, because I, I, I really want you to go to. I summer school, yeah. Um, th- a, there's a, another movie that I have a, a very close connection to, which is Alex Winter's Freaked. Oh. And I thought that did was going to be a fucking it? Did that just slam. play at the Bev? It just did. Have yeah, you ever seen it? No, I've never seen it. It's And, I, and also, bonkers. I haven't
0: seen Gremlins 2 either. Oh, <gasps> oh I love I know. Gremlins 2. I know. All right. Well, I'm, I'm waiting for like the over right moment. now. Well, I can you, watch you, I can, Yeah, but the you know. thing is, Gremlins 2. <laughs> no, Gremlins
2: 2 is not a Christmas movie, so you can watch it oh, any time. Oh, okay, but I watch
0: movies any time of year. Okay, I, I have no, we do
2: but like but <laughs> no I'm not gonna go let's watch die hard tonight in April you know I, mean, oh, I do that really yeah
0: well like for me like because I just love like, the, like if I want to watch die Hard I'm gonna watch die hard if I want to watch Jesus Christ superstar <laughs> I'm gonna it watch to Jesus Superstar. if I want to watch no, night I do, of the I watch it on Easter though. in
2: December <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna watch night of the Lepus in December
0: no leprechaun leprechaun year, year round
2: well no. yeah I'm a leprechaun it's all year not. round kind of guy yeah. so yeah, but freak freaked was one that I thought like nailed it slam dunk it's gonna be great. And didn't you didn't really respond to it, you know? But that I
1: have also I only watched it once and it is one of those movies that is so I would like to revisit it now knowing what's about to happen because I think I was just Well that so, movie
2: it's it's like a an airplane or like a Zaz movie where there's so many jokes it's, happening. It's so
1: it's exhausting yeah, it trying to keep up with much. it the first time. I
2: think the thing that, that litmus test movies for us and I think from the beginning, I think for just anybody it creates, and I'm sorry to use such a buzzy word, but it creates an algorithm from like, at least you know you that You like can this, watch. so you like this. Yes. So like when I knew, like I think one of the first conversations we ever had was like, there's people who love Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1 and then there's people who have seen and also love Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Not everybody loves Texas Chainsaw Massacre oh. 2. It is a wildly different tone of movie and I know so many people who are like, well, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a fucking masterpiece. Oh fuck that Texas Chainsaw Massacre two movie! You they know. just
1: hate fun.
2: When we well exactly, <laughs> but that's us. Um, but when we started talking about it, I almost didn't believe you because I thought like, and this happens all the time too, where we you're like, oh my god, I love that movie, and then in the back of your head going seen it or i hate <laughs> that movie
0: but i want huh. no i look at people the dead i'm like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: like uh-huh, oh uh-huh, yeah yeah i haven't seen frantic i don't know if you could tell no, no, when no. you mentioned it you like, should watch oh. frantic because yeah i no, I've really recorded it it i recorded it in my well, it's, well, it's, it's sex. Ford.
0: okay it's because harrison oh. ford loves his wife and because uh polanski loves emmanuel saunier mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they're like they've fallen in love it's his wife at the time what, what era yeah was like 87 88 86
2: maybe? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it, it was hmm. like late like mid to late 80s. I don't I know. Remember. I have I have a poster the in my poster? house. I have the I, I, I have where the, where the Japanese like no, I have the Japanese poster in What's my the house. Japanese poster?
0: It's like uh, it's when they're hanging off the the rooftop oh, and like wow. he's holding on to her, but it's a red background. We have Ooh, to put that on nice. the list. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, totally. That's a good one. Yeah, no, it's but a wait, good. wait,
2: so what do you think of Bitter Moon though? I haven't seen Bitter Moon. Oh, I know. That's another one where he's he is not fetishizing Emmanuel, but yeah. he's having, you can tell they're having, they're going through stuff. Okay. In a I, okay. great way though then I
0: gotta watch okay r- I have to say this about Harrison Ford really quick because I like love thinking about this but when you look at Harrison Ford's filmography because I love Peter Weir also and oh, then, like, yeah. Mosquito I Coast him. you can oh. look at Harrison Ford before Mosquito Coast and after Mosquito that Coast fucking blonde hair he that goes he had. Oh. crazy after Mosquito Coast because he does Working Girl next and if you see his I think it's called Working Girl yeah, if yeah. you see his energy in Working Girl it's like he's still
2: he's still coming down coming off the down high of Mosquito, of, Coast. of
0: Mosquito Coast it works wow. for him it's fine. It's, so, totally fine it's so great though is there A movie that you guys have like really argued about, like that has caused an argument, like when you guys show it to each other.
2: I don't think so. Oh, that's so good. That's such a really. Yeah, I I think think I got. Ever vehemently gone like, no, you're no. Polar Express the first well, time because I because you but came, then, but at, you the came thing from Polar is Express at a different also, time
1: than I did yeah I would also like if it's a movie that I have that childhood like I mentioned uh, the Rugrats movie the other night and said that oh, would be fun it's really good though I actually love, right thank you the Rugrats yeah.
0: movie yeah. is actually really good okay yeah. maybe the Wait, Rugrats then, they movie they go to like Europe don't they yeah, yeah they, the like, actually it's actually
1: really it's the fun. one <laughs> <laughs> and
2: why do I feel like the minority well, here I used, at least I used someone listening the right the video now game knows. Like, on like oh my, my
1: gosh yeah. yeah oh my god oh my yeah the huge fat desktop computer yeah I, the yeah. I had time that time is
2: getting eaten away <laughs> yeah. the fucking Rugrats movie right now <laughs> right.
1: anyway I mentioned that while um, doing something dumb in the kitchen oh no because they had the song like "Ooh, ee, ooh. Oh, I don't want to get tink, you yeah. I'm getting <laughs> in trouble <laughs> it's but um, that's in the movie and that was the first time I'd ever heard that song because I watched it when I was like well, I don't know five and so I fully appreciate that because I saw it when I was five I have a different relationship to that movie than Joe does but I you should still be willing to give it a chance and add it to the movie marathon I've never told Joe that he can't add anything hot to trot caddyshack 2.
0: I've been very lenient is, is there one movie besides the Rugrats movie that you really want to show him
1: Mm, gosh, that you haven't yet? I feel like I'm going to be kicking myself like in another 20 minutes where I'm going to be like, oh yeah, of course. Well, then you movies. better show it um, I mean, yeah. aren't <laughs> Lubitsch I'm a little nervous to show you now because I showed Why, you a very early Lubitsch and you fell asleep. <laughs> Wait, which one? The, the, uh, I think it was The Smiling Lieutenant.
2: No, it was the one with women in the title. Um, mm. Was it The Women?
1: No, that's George Cooper no that's
2: right yeah there was a um, Lubitsch movie so that was like much later you but... even sold it on me it's like it's only an hour long and pff, I was out yeah
1: it was to be fair one of the earlier sound pictures in general which you know the, they barely move the camera but I still thought Lubitsch being who he is was still making some really interesting moments happen with Maurice Chevalier and it just you, you just felt you felt so now I'm nervous to like put Lubitsch it's, on but the that's calendar also because
2: like because <laughs> I love Lubitsch dude I was I was practically falling asleep last night during Godzilla minus one but that's because I get up at six o'clock in the morning And but yeah. when we're f- finishing a movie don't don't judge me for that <laughs> I can't help it if I'm like hey mom it's okay
0: it's okay I fell asleep during uh, when they re-released Jaws in 3D <gasps> we love uh, that it was so good oh I loved God. seeing that did you that? feel but like... I did fall asleep <laughs> yeah but it, it's
2: especially when I was a at a midnight I was at like a, um, well, a 10 p.m. I was at like yeah. a 10 p.m. show we, we went to, to a, like start. a very
1: very late screening of Killer the, the Flower Moon that was the worst possible way <laughs> to choose I the to movie, see that movie but it's, it was, I love it too but I'm very excited to watch it at home
2: <laughs> I, I wish Quentin was able to like s- sneak into a screening for Marty and say like put an intermission in, into that oh them. my I gosh wish. I
1: think long movies need intermission they, they do, do. it's totally need, need ridiculous to use it. my need to get butt hurts snacks. like yeah. come on you can't just like keep it especially like some of those cinemas 3
2: hours and 40 minutes that deserves a, an intermission just to stretch your legs yeah, yeah. I also,
1: it's I, like a movie a play you yeah. have to have a it also might
0: actually minimize people being on their phones during movies yeah. because then they can check in the yes. intermission yeah.
2: That's, yeah. you know what? If they even did like intermission, you can check your phones now. <laughs> <laughs> Watch how fast are people will be like, I can't wait for intermission. Yeah. You,
1: know? you go out. It's like, harkens back to like an older time as well, where like you would all go outside because you're like, you know, you're a cigarette. Yeah. 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 Have a drink waiting and for you. talk about the movie talk about a little what you bit. think. What do you think is going to happen? Are you when, going to go back they, for the second half?
2: When they did the first screening of Hateful Eight at the DGA, I was there for it and People like when that moment happens right before the intermission, everybody like got up and was so excited just to talk a little bit because we all wanted to know what everyone else was thinking. Yeah. But it was just so refreshing to have yeah. that. But also it's a long movie, you it's, know, so yeah. it can't I hurt. Mean,
1: it's like, but they also just used to make films almost with like knowing when the intermission point was going to be in it. Or like, the real changes too. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. And uh, I don't know. I just feel like that it brought something to the storytelling, like the pacing and everything of a mm-hmm. film that's just very unique to a very specific time that I <laughs> wasn't alive for, but still feel nostalgic. Yeah, I, I feel nostalgic for a lot of things
0: that I was not around for. But Joe, do you have a movie that you really want to show her that you haven't shown yet? Man, I, I
2: mean, feel Schindler's like List. You talk about that's a lot. the one. Yes, yeah. Uh, and and Schindler's List to me, that's for the longest time. Look, I am am an. I love Spielberg. I grew up with Spielberg. He was one of the first directors that I knew who a director was. And when I saw Schindler's List, that was also the summer, like that, that year in 93 was Jurassic Park. And then five months later, you had Schindler's List. Wow. And I'll never Crazy. forget being in that yeah, theater wow. opening night. Awesome. <laughs> and I had never experienced a movie like that where the audience sat in the, sat in the seats for a good five minutes when it was over. Like no one got up, it was silent, and for the longest time, I would say that was my favorite movie of all time. And the thing is, though, it's like that's not the type of movie that I think anyone would expect yeah, of me, you know, like, like to be your, my favorite movie of all time.
1: Seinfeld, he's like making out with a girl. Yeah, in the when the Seinfeld episode came that. out, I'm like, ah, oh, shit! Like yeah. I don't know if this is right. I mean, I'm,
2: I'm. Wor- it's would, not that I'm even worried. It's just I well, know. Well, I already that's in, love the film, yeah.
1: but I've never seen it. When you describe watching it at the theater. Um, it's like that always seems like such a magical there are so many movies that I re- I'm desperate That's to one see I hate especially to say at it. something like the new Beverly where you know people are turning up with an open mind yeah. like ready to be engaged I've watched movies that the new Bev that I've seen Mil- we just saw School of Rock there like yeah. a oh, month yeah. ago. Oh my And that was God. one of the God, best New the crowd
2: Beverly crowds
1: I've ever been in. It was like four or five
2: standing ovations. Yeah, practically. well, because I
1: was like all set to.
2: Open. Oh wow. That's brutal. That, is, that brutal. is fucking brutal. That is God brutal. God damn it. I should have just Don't we have closing not, remarks? Yeah. I've yeah, listened to the show. Do we have, do have closing you do. remarks.
0: Because that's all the time that we have for today. But Joan, and Rebecca,
1: is there <laughs> any final thought that you'd like to share with the audience?
2: Do you want to go first?
1: No, I'm still in the middle of just like Talking about <laughs> List? Yeah, I'm just like Mr. S is what it's all about. No, I'm trying you, <laughs> you know, I've never
0: seen first, Schindler's no List, actually.
2: You've never seen it? I've never seen it, no. I I'm, smell I'm a, a movie night. I'm a, <laughs> I'm, a little af-
1: I'm a little afraid to watch
2: it. It's the sort of movie that I would, I wish that they would, like the new Bev yeah. would program.
3: Phil. F- Phil. Phil, you've got a list. <laughs> um,
2: I will say this. Uh, cinema is such an extension of who we are, both the filmmakers, but also you know the people who watch them. We collect them. We absorb them. We make them part of us. And I think one of the things that like I love about you and that I love about movies is that we can share these experiences, mm. even though that they're not ours, but they do become part of our DNA. And I think everybody out there who's listening right now, I know you have a litmus test movie. We all do. And, and it's
0: okay to have
2: it. And it is. Mm. And it be proud of those movies because they are extensions of who you are. And if the person who watches the Rugrats, the ro- the Rugrats movie, or, whatever. <laughs> or or Friday the Thirteenth Part Five, or whatever it is, but embrace that and go with go with it and cultivate your own kind of uh, personal algorithm with that partner.
1: I would definitely like. Yeah, that's a good closing remark. Just encourage people to be open about sharing experiences with other people in general, like especially with movies. And I always say about Joe, this is always so sad, but like because we both grew up watching movies kind of on our own Mm -hmm. in like separate parts of the world. And I didn't realize I was always happy to be alone. So I didn't realize I was lonely until I met Joe (laughs) and then realized like, Oh, this is what it's like having like a best friend who can just be like, Oh, let's watch this one that was good me that was a good me, a good me too yeah. <laughs> that's, so sweet. that's so sweet so like you know you just kind of it, it, is, it is hard sometimes it does feel like you're putting your heart out on a line when you introduce someone to a film or anything that you care that much about
2: music, art, but anything like that yeah.
1: like the dividends that it can pay back just by you know by someone engaging with it on any level and how it can change your relationship, not just with that person, but with the film and like evolve as a person with it. Cause that so movie wonderful. will always be the same. It's just a really beautiful thing.
2: We change around that movie, yeah. you yeah. know, and, and when you're a kid and watching a movie and then when you're an adult watching a movie, sometimes two completely different experiences, we change, we evolve and it's nice to have those things sometimes that stay the same for us to remind ourselves also why we love them
1: you know. how far we've come yes. yes that's very very nice well
2: put
0: <laughs> thank you you too <laughs> and right before i do my wrap up is suitable flesh coming out on demand soon
2: suitable flesh is on demand now <clears throat> okay great it's on blu-ray physical media uh on january 9th so that as of this is recording. That, today? that is uh no next tuesday so as it, oh, i guess wow. when this drops tuesday. it'll already be out it's on shutter january 26th <clears throat> finally uh I, I can announce this. There will be a VHS version of Suitable Flesh. Oh, great. You heard it here first, and that will be out in the spring. Uh, I am doing the pan and scan myself.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, no,
2: I did it on Mayhem as well. There is no better feeling than to actually do the oh, pan and scan. Oh, you're
0: doing your Pan. I'm so excited.
2: It's so much fun.
0: <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like actually like rocking back in my chair now, you guys. I'm so we, excited. We did it
2: on Mayhem and to because there's a difference between the cut back and forth and the slide, I thought, and I'm sure that your dad will appreciate this as well. I thought that was an actual camera technique. When you watch like Rambo First Blood Part 2, there are so many moments where some drunk dude in Burbank was just sliding the camera between <laughs> Sly Stallone and Richard Crenna.
1: You thought it was a gold it black cut, but no. <laughs> no, I,
2: th- but I did. I thought that, that, I thought that was a choice that the director made, not Phil Phil and Burbank, who's (laughs) just going like, oh shit, I gotta go to the old guy. So to be able to do that deliberately is that's amazing. So the amount of movies
1: we'll watch, like on the Criterion Channel, they'll be like, "Oh, like The Leopard, we should watch that." And Joe'll be like, "God, I watched this on TV like a million years ago, and it did not look like this." No, <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like to like, be able to watch the, I...
2: <laughs> the four by three version as opposed to the yeah, widescreen version. I didn't two realize that
1: person was in that scene. <laughs> it was so, so money back then. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. Good time.
0: Thank you so much to my lovely guests Rebecca Howard and Joe Lynch. Rebecca is social media free, but if you Sorry. want to keep up with Joe, you can do so on his Instagram or Twitter at the Joe Lynch. And make sure you check out Suitable Flesh, available streaming, and then eventually on Blu-ray, which I was going to call a DVD, which I'm get dragged no for by my DVD, friends. No DVD, just Blu-ray.
2: Yeah, uh, it's crazy.
0: and yeah. also VHS. I'm really, really excited about that. I'm, I'm going to sneak into the archives <laughs> and s-
2: and shove one of those. Oh, I'll, I'll
0: help. I'll s- help. Sweet. <laughs> I'm Gala Avery, and this has been The Gala Show. The Gala Show is brought to you by Insertomatic. This episode was executive produced by Roger Avery and produced by Gala Avery. Music composed by Andy Milburn. As always, I'm your host, Gala Avery. Copyright 2023, all rights reserved. Despite me sharing the same last name with this charity, I don't have any affiliation with it, besides the fact that the issue is very near and dear to my heart. Did you know that in the United States, 2.7 million children currently have a parent in prison, and it's estimated that 10 million children have experienced parental incarceration at some point in their lives? I was one of these kids, and as an adult, I am really grateful to be able to give back to Project Avery. Their mission is to build leadership from within by supporting community through programs such as mentoring and outdoor education, and also to remove the stigma surrounding having a parent that's incarcerated. You don't have to feel alone. If you know a kid who could use these resources or would like to donate money or time to the charity, please go to Project Avery, that's A-V-A-R-Y dot org, to check out what this amazing charity is all about. Again, that's Project Avery dot org. Thank you, guys from the bottom of my heart.